This episode is being recorded out of Shop Talk Podcast Studio in Oak Park, Michigan. For more information, visit shoptalkpodcaststudio.com. Over West Side, everybody know everybody, right? I got nothing but love in my heart for West Side niggas, nothing but love. Pink suits with hats to match, big crocodiles with Cadillacs. You looking for the fattest sacks? This is where it's at. Windows tinted, seats for lyric line. Keep the hands on the burner, cause niggas know that it's money on Yo, what up though? It's your man Jay Johnson, aka the Tim Foyle Hat Titan, aka the Conspiracy Realist, aka the Technology Snob, Steve Jobs Jr. Don't text me with your green bubbles, aka. I only debate my equals, everybody else I teach. Also known as Juice, because all the hoes say, J.U. Ice, Young Caesar, because you know you can't roam without me. Mister, if you don't like me, fight me. I got kicked out of Noah's Ark because they couldn't find another animal just like me. A.K.A. the West Side T'Challa, the new leader of Wakanda. Don't debate me, debate your mama. A.K.A. Jay Johnson, the crowd favorite. I toot my own horn because it sounds like Miles Davis. I am the best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be. What up? What up, though? And it's your man, Dame. Three underscores, three, one, three. The West Side Landlord, the Pride of PA. High Chief Dame, don't fuck around. The liquor store legend, the corner store conquistador, your mama's favorite dame, and the David Ruffin of the Shop Talk podcast because you know who the fuck they came to see. Not you, Otis. It's no better than these four letters. Thank God for Dame. And if you're speaking on Dame, you better say it nice. And if you don't put the boss in front, then bitch, you're not saying it right. It is the honorable Judge Boss Dame. Let's go. Uh, what up, though? Uh, and welcome back. Shop Talk Podcast, episode 3. 18. 19. I thought it was 18. I dropped the extra episode. The, e- the extra was 317. Was it? Let's yeah. take a look. Um, he could be right. Uh, I'm only wrong twice hey. a year. 318. Okay. Yeah. yeah I'm only so wrong twice a year, so I know I'm good. Um, we back. I don't know who started that bike shit, but I don't understand it. Bike? Like, we bike. I don't, no. I don't know who, who started that shit. But I, don't I don't like that shit. I don't like it. I don't like that shit. I don't like it at all. Drop a dime on that shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Drop a dime on that like shit. That I don't shit like that shit at all. You feel me? Uh... How was your week, my brother? Uh, week was good, man. I did have something crazy happen this week, but I can't even think of it right now. It's, it'll probably come back to me before we record the show, before yeah, we finish yeah. the show. Damn, I just thought about the name of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> I literally just thought of a name of the but, fucking But it was, it was like story time with Dame Crazy, okay. but I just cannot, for the life of me, it's escaping me right now. Yeah. But my weeks be wild as fuck, so. Always. It be like that sometimes. It be like that sometimes. Uh, This week, how was the holiday and shit? Barbecue and some shit? Nah, man. So first of all, I'm just going to throw this out here. Like, a lot of you bitches ain't worth shit. Bitches ain't worth shit? Yep. that's, uh, that's I said it. A lot of these bitches ain't worth shit. Y'all don't cook. You know, barbecue. Women ain't supposed to barbecue. That's the that's the nigga. Nigga's supposed the, to barbecue. Make some sides or something. Like it, it, okay. it, it should it should be something festive for the holidays. Why can't a nigga get a plate from somewhere? All that I've done for you? All that I've done for you, what you for be, my community. What you be doing? All that I've done for what my you community. What you be doing for your words, not mine, the bitches? What you be doing? Well, nothing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but I am a pillar of my community. I am. I'm a pillar of my community. And if I say it one more time, it's going to sound even more official. I am I am the, the official alderman of Puritan Avenue. 
I am the the representative of the West Side, and the least the least a motherfucker could do is invite a real nigga over for a plate. So listen, I will bring Fagos. I saw a lot of that shit. I saw a bunch of that shit, and I I think what we failed to realize, and I had to realize this myself, is we the age where we supposed to be throwing the shit that we inviting people over to, like all the years when we grew up. It was niggas who are current age now who house we was over. Like, we the new batch. So why don't you have some at the house, man? I I, I bought a grill and I grilled. Then I dip, then so I you dip. didn't invite me over? I grilled and then I dipped and went somewhere else. I bought a grill and I grilled. I got to bought some Fagos. You know what I'm saying? And I, got, and I, bring, I bring some... Uh, All meat, no sides. Pause. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know how to cook no sides, do you? I mean, I just got the grill and shit, and then when I was cooking, somebody gave me a call, and I was like, oh, shit, I'm about to fall through, and then I went over there. What would you put on the grill? Some ri- um, no, you don't even fuck with pork, so. No, I had some uh, some chicken wings and some chicken breasts. You feel me? That shit was great. Okay. Oh, man. But look, so I put that shit together and shit, right? And um, gas grill. Yeah. So... Uh, put everything together and shit. That's what. That's the crazy shit that happened. Go ahead. I'll let you. I'll let you finish. So I got the shit on there. You know, we cooking with gas. You feel me? Literally and figuratively. Yeah. Uh, a, a double Aunt Andre. A double Aunt Andre in this <laughs> motherfucker. So I take some uh, the wings and shit. Put them in a bowl. Take them in the crib. And, uh, I come back out and um open the food. I mean, open the lid. It ain't really. It ain't really cooking and shit. But it ain't. It ain't. It ain't snap. That it wasn't the fire wasn't still going. I come back out the crib again. I see like flies, like trying to go towards them. Like yo, that's not what happened. So I'm like, oh shit. Uh, some of the grease, some shit may have dropped down and like knocked out in the pot. Yeah. yeah. So uh, I look down like the gas still on the shit. I'm like, oh, well, let me just light this mo. Let me just turn the motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't read the instructions, nigga. So look. So I open it up and I see, and I tell her, like, oh, this shit not even, uh, it's warm, but it ain't like cooking and shit. So I'm like, let me just turn this bitches up and turn back on so I get the fire started again. But like, I hadn't opened, I ain't had the lid open up for all the gas to get out of that bitch. My so I was like, they was like, poof. you finna burn the house down. <laughs> that bitch gave a nice little poof. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, like, I didn't lose no eyebrows or no, I didn't get burnt or no shit like that. But the sticker. If you would have lost your eyebrows, I would have never I would have lost it. my life. If I, <laughs> <laughs> I lost my life if I was in the house long enough, if I was in the house longer, or if I didn't open that bitch at all. You know what I'm saying? But the sticker that was on top of the joint, because it was brand new, it's kind of melted over to the side and shit. You cannot be fucking around with a gas. Yeah. Because <laughs> I knew the bitch was on. With a gas And grill. I just thought in my head, I was like, yeah, just start the pilot again. Not turn the gas off pro what, what was king of the hill yeah. so propane, propane and propane accessories Maybe. yeah that could have been bad so speaking of gas i had a little inc- i had a little incident this morning at my local gas station okay i wasn't sure what gas you were talking about <laughs> i mean I, I have if i eat cheese <laughs> it'll get rough in this bitch but i had an incident at my local gas station yeah so i you know fridays i go pick my babies up take them to school or whatever but i needed some gas and like the nigga that I am, I didn't get gas last night. And I'm like, I'm just get up early and I'm gonna get gas in the morning. You know, the fucking lie I told myself all the time. So nigga, I'm pumping the gas and I'm kind of looking at Fridays. I fill up and I'm kind of looking at like where the gas is going and I'm hit like $30. And I'm like, why is this only like four and some change gallons in his bitch? Then I look at the pump. It's five Oh fucking nine for gas. 
$5.09, American currency. I'm not paying the five. How you going to get gas? I ain't paying the five, just like Martin. I ain't paying the five. Nigga. So I filled my truck up $120 to fill this bitch up. 120 American dollars. American currency. You remember years ago, I used to be like, uh, it'd be like Mexico, like gas was like $14 a gallon, $10 a gallon. I'm like, yo, that's fucking wild. I couldn't, I could never imagine. We live in it. We live in it right now. For no fucking reason. We live in it. For no reason though. It's it's because of the war in Ukraine. It's not. I know it's not. Like there, there is, there is not one reason that gas goes up other than the fact that we just want to raise the fucking price. So there's a gas council that regulates the price of gas or, or kind of says what the, what the varying range should be. That's what, that's what a nigga that I know own a grocery store. I mean, own a gas station told me, I don't know how true that is. Niggas are all the, the, the price of a barrel oil went up. So gas going up, but why did the price of oil go up? Cause I own it and I can make it whatever price I want. That's basically what it is. And the fact that America, the superpower that, that it is, would even allow some shit like that to go down. You allowed the whole fucking country to pay seven, five to eight dollars a gallon for gas. They don't get no fuck. You, you pussy to me. <laughs> who the, you mean who are these, supposed to fight? All these fucking countries that we didn't put our fucking foot in their ass for on these wars, and we gotta still pay the regular price. Oh, that's pussy, America. But we owe we owe countries a lot of money too. But we, they can't fight though. <laughs> That's why we ain't giving the money back. <laughs> like, we, they can't fight. We take loans from other countries all the time. Okay. And, you know, it's kind of like we pay for protection. Like, you give me the money and I'll come and I'll make sure no one else fucks with you. Extortion. Yeah. Okay. Like, you know, the nigga in the neighborhood. We extort other countries. And, like, we, and then they we, make us pay $8 a The protection uh, racket. You pay me for protection, nothing happens to your store. You don't pay me for protection, something let, happens to your store. You feel me? I let niggas come burn so this bitch down. You give me oil, I don't let nothing happen to your fucking country. Why the fuck is we all here paying? It, it don't make no sense. It doesn't make good sense. So anyway, I'm at the pump. I fill up. And man, I'm just exasperated by the time I watch this I watched the pump do what it do. Doc, I just drove off, but I didn't unhook the pump Jeez. from my truck. <laughs> I just drove off. So there's this lady. I'm on the lodge, and I'm I'm just pissed. I'm on the lodge, and there's like a lady like speeding behind me and like laying on the fucking horn. Like, I mean, goddamn it! I know the speed limit on the lodge is 105, and I'm I'm going 80, and she just keep laying on the horn. What she want you to do? Well, she finally pulled up to me, and she was like, "Hey." The pump's still attached to your car. I didn't the do it. The whole pump is attached? You know, the hose. And I ripped it all oh, down. Oh, wow, nigga. I ripped it all down. I was just, like, once I saw it had stopped, I just got back in the car. I was just, I was over it. I didn't even close, I didn't close my gas tank or nothing. I just drove off. I ain't seen you on Crime of the D. It ain't happening, dog. Okay, well. You on Crime of the D, like, yo, uh, <laughs> insert cart vehicle here, speeds off with it like that. You gonna I paid for it. I paid for the gas. You didn't pay for the destruction of the fucking tank. Well, that's what you have insurance for. Oh man, that's what, and you know that that's that should go on my bucket list to be on crime in the D. Boy, I would, you was all there on uh, Rob Walchek. <laughs> Problem is. solvers. Uh, but crime in the D. That's that's no, like you a don't want to get on crime in the D because you either murdered somebody or got murdered for the most part. A good seventy five percent of that shit is 
this nigga's dead. This nigga did the shooting. This motherfucker missing. The next week, we found this motherfucker. We found the body. It'd be a lot of motherfuckers doing donuts on crime in the D. That'd be like the secondary pages and shit. <laughs> crime in the D313. Yeah, That's like, what they be. Like Metro Detroit News, Metro Crime News, all that shit. Metro Crime in the D. Yeah. It's, I mean, I, it's like four or five of them pages and shit. And, um, you know, it's wild that, um, you know, shout out to Big Hurt. He got a song on, uh, on his second album called Motown. And Motown stands for Murderous Out Cold Town of Wild Niggas. It's pretty accurate. It's a pretty accurate t- title. And this week, Motown been Motowning like a motherfucker. It's been a lot of it's been a lot of crazy shit going on in the city. And you know, s- summertime in Detroit do something to niggas. Like it it set off something like neurological. And I believe that since we've been locked in the house, well, we were we, locked in the house. COVID, you were supposed to be in the house. Not in the summertime. Niggas was outside. Niggas was outside during quarantine, but niggas was outside, outside. Niggas been outside for three years. It was it was a time where it was dark, nigga. Like nobody was outside. Streets Not was clear. Summertime. I love I love a summertime Not in, in the Detroit. Summertime. There's nothing was, like summertime in Detroit. There's nothing like that shit. Drake was here. I saw. Yeah, having drinks somewhere downtown. Yeah. Shout out to Detroit, man. We just be like, that's how we treat all celebrities and shit. Like, nigga, nonchalant. I don't know. I think he ran into the right group of young ladies because some of y'all would have sacrificed y'all life in relationships if you'd seen Drake and Floods. I don't know. I guess it depends on the age of the other the woman. I don't, I don't ever want to hear a nigga say what his girl won't do because I know what she will do just for a regular nigga. Just for a nigga with a little bit of clout, nigga get his nigga get his wings faster than the other niggas have views. I've seen what they do. Come on, man. I've seen what they do. Your wife, your wife, if you're listening to this, look at look at your wife right now. She will do disgusting things for Drake and not think about you. Well, let's play devil's advocate, because niggas do some wild shit for some some weak ass pussy, busted ass bitches. Like, Absolutely. Like the whole nine yards. Like what niggas do and people did like we have no idea what our quote unquote friends do in other women's DM DMs. We get a peek into into certain shit because because I got a lot of women friends. Like yeah, we get a we get a little glimpse. Niggas, I don't think niggas can tell talk about women what they do for celebrities because for the most random <laughs> the most random people like people be doing. Come on, man. But but what about them? T- <laughs> Come on, man. I done seen some of y'all madness, dog. Have you ever? Seen, yeah, I have too. It's bad. I out have here. seen it. <laughs> and because, like, that's your nigga. That the one that you post, <laughs> man. Crush Monday. <laughs> he on. He on his girl page from forty two weeks ago, dropping this number <laughs> like it's nineteen, <laughs> like it's two thousand ten. Uh, Instagram, like nigga, offering offering four hundred dollars. <laughs> Yo, this is bad, dog. It is. Have you ever sent a risky ass DM no. and it turned out good? No. Never. No. Never. No. You ain't never st- shot a Steph Curry shot and it was all net. What's what's risky? You say some wild shit. You don't you, you say some wild shit. I, what's wild to you? I don't know. What's wild? Girl, you want to tickle these balls. What's up? No, I haven't. Okay. You should this summer. Somehow they always <laughs> <laughs> They always ask you. <laughs> no, that's not what I'm about to say. It's <laughs> not what I'm about to say. Uh, I'm <laughs> <laughs> come on, say what you was about to say. 
<laughs> the same juice about oh, to say. Oh shit, this is a wild show already. <laughs> Motown. Say <laughs> <laughs> about to say, Jeff. Yo. Uh yeah, he was in town. He shot yo, it was funny part of that shit. He was like, What you drinking? You drinking lager or you drinking light and shit? Yeah, he was like, uh She was taking shots of uh what was it? Jameson. Yeah, Jameson shit. That's the shit. I I like my Jameson straight. Get your Jameson and ginger ale. That's that's it. That's your that's your sip on drink? No, I mean if I was gonna shoot it, you can shoot okay. it Jameson. Or you know what I'm saying? You can like Jameson and ginger ale or Jameson and uh I think it's specifically like Canada Dry, low key. Uh, Canada Dry is a superior ginger ale. To what? I'm gonna say something unpopular. You about to say something incorrect? But go ahead. No, I'm not gonna go there because Varner's got a whole new flavor out, black cherry. Yeah, you're dropping in the, in the in the fall. You feel me? Yeah. Uh, but Canada Dry like tastes the when that shit is ice cold. It's pretty good. Fucking Varner's is amazing, dog. Okay. Like I don't I, I, I no, I'm, I'm, I'm never I'm never gonna shit on Verners. I'm never gonna do it's fucking it. Fucking amazing, dog. Verners in a can got a whole nother shit and like that first, first that first that first fresh out the two liter joint. Now once it's like a sip of bitch, heroin. Like you can't put that bitch in the refrigerator like it's a regular pop and come back to it like tomorrow and that, no no no, 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 no it don't it don't work like that. It don't it it will not cure what ails you tomorrow. You have to drink it over ice. You leave it out. And then you put ice in the cup and pour the Verners over the ice. Because if you put it in the fridge, it changes the whole complexity yeah. of that shit. Should I drink Verners, nigga, as a beverage sometimes? Just I like, do too. I will go to the grocery store and buy, buy Verners. Nigga, they got Verners sl- uh, slushies across the street, nigga. Do they? Yes. <laughs> I get a Verners slushie. I stopped going to that 7-Eleven because they never had my favorite flavor no more. I just like cherry. But the cherry is always like spinning. It's a, never uh, ready. Yeah, they got like a... Uh, uh, only place that got Fago outside of a bottle is 7-Eleven, fam. That's the only place that got like some Fago on tap. Because uh, you ain't never went to right. a restaurant and like, I don't know why ain't y'all do that. No, nah, because I, I I remember going Especially to- in Detroit. Yeah. I remember going to a restaurant in Denver and they were advertising like they had Fago on tap. Like now, they had Detroit style pizza, but the Fago was definitely in the can. But like even in restaurants where they sell Fago, that should be in a can. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, nah, put that shit on tap. It probably it, it it's got to do something to the taste. On tap, it's got to like degrade the integrity of the taste. Very sure, all these niggas got uh, contracts with either the the red or the blue. Yeah, they got that shit on lock. You see the Pepsi or Coke products. Yeah, Take your pick. For sure, like and you 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 like sign into a contract. It's probably like yo before you can even get the machine to use this shit, you got to sign a contract with one of that's that's the real extortion. Yeah, either you fuck with us or you don't fuck with nothing. Man. It's either Coke or Pepsi products or y'all niggas drinking water. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I'm trying to, I'm about to try to do something, man. Uh, very difficult for me in my lifestyle, but I'm about to stop trying to, I'm going to stop, I'm going to attempt to s- remove sugar from my diet for 14 days. Okay. Um, Are you trying to lose some weight? I'm trying to get healthier. And by default, it's a way to come off, but I'm trying to remove the amount of sugar that we we eat. I just eat way too much sugar. Okay. In general, we do. But Good luck like, with that. Uh, it's how the fuck you not eat sugar though? You feel me? I don't know. Like so, I can't say I'm just gonna. I, I'm gonna. Re, I'm gonna severely reduce the amount. Okay, that's that's Cause better because like, like when say, you do that Daniel fast shit that everybody be doing, like yeah. that's no sugar. But like that shit is difficult. I don't live the lifestyle that I can prepare, and I, I I'm not fully prepared for that. Okay. 
So uh, I'm trying to reduce my sugar intake. Like, yeah. Congratulations with that, man. I'm with you. So listen, dog. Uh, it's been Motowning this week, dog. Yes. It's been Motowning. And um, it's, it's actually sad. And... It's a little disgusting, if if we being honest. Like it's a little disgusting, um, how casual we are with like people who you know and love and can see, just like getting murdered, right? Yeah. Now I get it. We've been talking about school shootings and the whole nine yards and shit. So it's not lost on me that all that shit is impactful, but like. When it's somebody like here, locally, like that shit, that don't that don't hurt you even like more. Uh, I know. Are, are we just gonna talk about the? We gonna talk about a whole all of it. Okay, okay. I think it is a lot more impactful when it's somebody that that is local because you know when you see people get murdered on the news and shit, there's a disconnect because like that's not somebody I necessarily know, and not to say. You know, there was a murder here locally uh, by a, a a renowned jeweler from the. We area. talk about Hutch on this on this pot all the time. Yeah, there's a, Hutch was murdered. Who owns Hutch's jewelry on Greenfield shares? You know, literally just maybe two miles up from where we record was murdered on Greenfield in what they are calling an assassination type of attempt. Uh, what an attempt? Well, in a, in a, an assassination. Is is how they're labeling the shooting. They riddled his Denali with bullets, at least a dozen bullets. They do have one suspect in in custody. They were also saying that his wife was in the car. That's it. When he got when he got shot, she was not harmed, but That's she was in the car. Amazing. It was so many. It was a very tight grouping um, of bullets. Yeah. And looking at the size of them bullet holes and looking at the shell casings, that was a handgun, probably a forty five. Um, that did all that. It looked like. It was a small fucking group, and it was a lot of fucking bullets directly yeah. where a person's head would be at um, in the vehicle, and um, it's so it's so disgusting because as soon as it happened, of course that shit hit the the nigga network and that shit floated around, right? Yeah. And then like people just start driving by it because they want to take their phone out and see if I can it, see his body. You know what I'm saying? And that's that's and, unfortunate, you know, because not only does you know. I don't I, I've heard we live in the city. So we hear the rumblings on what the streets are saying in regards to, you know, why this happened. And I don't never want to speak. I don't want to co-sign or speak on that bullshit. But when I look at it, you know, that's a man with a family, wife, children, employees, a business. He's he's a literally a pillar of the community. That he's in. If you got a little bit of money, you live on the west side, you're trying to get your chain done. There's only a couple places you're going to go on. And a lot of niggas go to Hutch for their first little kid. And, and I mean, not even just locally. Like, Oh, yeah. He was doing like big time artist shit as well. I mean, like Hutch been a, like before his shop was right there. He was in Northland, Northland for years. And if I'm not mistaken, he even have a shop in Westland, too. Like. I hate the internet so bad sometimes, man, because it's that thirst to be first. Niggas get on the internet and um, they just start talking and shit. Yo, that nigga was snitching and this and that. What are you niggas talking about? Yeah. Insert random nine to five worker who goes to fucking work like and pay your fucking taxes. What are you talking about? 
Nothing. You know what I'm saying? Like, Nothing. What are Absolutely you talking shit. About? And then the whole discussion uh, about yo niggas shouldn't have been like, listen, dog. If I sell a product and someone comes in and purchases something that costs more than ten thousand dollars in cash, there's a CTR form that needs to be filled out. All right. I think I didn't talk about that shit. On you can't. You can't drop in, in deposit bank. ten racks in the bank you without one. You can't even go to the bank and withdraw ten thousand without having somebody pulling, having to find a, assign a CTR for. Right. Like, yo, in cash, right? Put that bitch in your credit card, debit card, whatever. There's already. So to think that you would label, and this is not what happened or what not. Just in general, just based off comments. That that was floating around, the fact that a a a, a business owner can be called a uh, a snitch for just for doing, doing legitimate business business, right? Yeah, like this shit is is beyond me. So let's just say you 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 insert street you insert person who got money maybe not on top of the table, and you want shit to be a secret. You know what you probably shouldn't do? You probably shouldn't get. That chain and then drop a music video and say I got it from Hutch. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like you pro- like if it's a secret and you're not trying to 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 get indicted or shit like that, you probably shouldn't drop a music video with the chain on and say, yo, I got this shit from Hutch. Or be on the internet or you on Instagram, you want to tag him in your jury piece. Right. I thought Because I thought it was a secret then. Yeah, and you know, we grew up in an era where street niggas didn't advertise themselves being street niggas. You know, I, I've always known, you know, since I was 12, 13, niggas that was in the streets. But it wasn't, they weren't like wearing the billboard that says, look at me. What's so crazy is that we all, right, growing yeah. up in the neighborhood, you knew who was who, whatever. Absolutely. And you, as eight-year-old Dame, eight-year-old Jay, know who the nigga, who had everything. Why do you think the police don't know? Because it's eight-year-old know who the man in the neighborhood. Why you think the police don't know? Because they do. And you know what I hate to hear about niggas in Detroit when they be like, oh, man, police don't solve no crime. No, police solving crimes every fucking day. Every fucking day. Every fucking day. Because you know what? That no snitching shit, that only applies to a very small circumference of people. They also- Civilians tell all the time. And everybody got a ring camera. Everybody got a ring cam. Like they solving crimes on some good old fashioned police work too. Yeah. And all of you niggas in the comments talking and telling exactly what happened when it happened. No, nigga, he was on this side of town on this because I seen a nigga there. My homeboy told me that he seen a nigga who did this. To, like what? It's y'all, what is going on? Boy, if I was a police officer, I would live on Instagram. And, and I remember like when the Young Thug shit first hit with, with those RICO charges, the district attorney was like a good majority of their information came from social media. Niggas love to be seen. They love to flash. They love to put they they guns and they camera on TV. They love they love to look. I want to be seen. I want niggas to know that I'm that nigga. And all the while, like the pull, you get it's it's free publicity. What's what's really crazy and shit is that uh, a man can get done pretty bad in broad daylight. And then just regular nine to five goers uh, be on the internet and be like, I mean, shit, that shit happened every day, B. Yo, that's what you get for for dealing in the business with, with people Nigga, who do it. You work at JNAP. You work third shift at JNAP. Just the, just the, I don't give a fuck about lifeness of humans. 
Like, nigga, we I drive past I drive past that spot when I come here to the every studio day. every day. Every day. I drive past Hush Jewelry three to four times a week, every week. Like niggas just don't dog. You know, we was talking about uh, last week, the, the school shootings and all this shit and everybody mm-hmm. be fake caring because I think it's fake caring. I really do. Right? I think that's just we're, we're just conditioned to show that concern. But then once it's once it's out of your timeline, yeah, you don't that, get you don't care no more. Fam, dog, in the last seven days since we recorded here, dog, if you run through crime and ID, it's been about 16 murders, dog. That w- that was just that I that came across the timeline. Yeah. Where all the yo, we need to get rid of these guns. I think you said it once once on the show, like it's all good as long as it, you know, we go all good for gun reform, except when it's in our own backyard, except when it's in our neighborhood. Like, you know, the niggas that's committing the crimes, you and know, the, the niggas with they, the guns and the reason that they commit the crimes and you know them because y'all make a safe haven for them and you give them props for it. Like it's niggas who terrorize the community and y'all give them a pass because you're scared of them. And rightfully so, because if they're going to nigga down in broad daylight, you, you're afraid. Yeah. But like, let's keep it a hundred. Then it's okay to be terrified because you are. I'm a I'm a regular citizen. But I look at it on the flip side. Like, there should also be certain codes that that we should abide by. This the streets have always had codes. Women and children were always safe under the codes. You know what I'm saying? You don't you don't harm that shit. I saw an article with like somebody somebody there was a a uh, execution style shooting last month in May. A woman, her boyfriend, and her child were shot. The little boy was five. And I think there was some news about it this week that allegedly the little boy was shot seven times because the suspect said that he was afraid that little man was going to snitch. Five years old. He a baby. He a baby. Everybody that was in the house was shot multiple times, but that baby took the brunt of the bullets. Shit like that shouldn't happen. It just shouldn't. Because but we care about the kids. We should care about life in general, not just not just the child, but like nigga, there were three people that lost their lives that evening for whatever reason. I argue with a nigga and was like, "Yeah, I know, man, but 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 fourteen kids in the school." I said, "So would you think their lives are more important?" I mean, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying though, what are you saying? Human lives are human lives. Like, what are you saying? Like these motherfuckers, you probably didn't bumped into in real life. You got a mis- six degrees of separation. Somebody died in the city. You know somebody that know them. It's not like just a just a. It's you're too far removed from it. I got a. I know someone recently that had a tragedy hit their family that I saw on the news, and I mean they didn't reach out to me to tell me that the thing to tell me what happened. I'm just watching the news one day and I see their child on the news, a a, a child that I've known since they were in their mother's stomach on the news for, for a shooting. I mean, she a baby. She's a, she's literally like a 14 years old. She's a baby. Yeah. So, I mean, these shits are happening every day and we know the people in our community that are, that are getting gunned down. And, and and we know the people who are doing it, but because we are abiding by a, a code that don't really apply to us, or it, or man, be, street or be, street or code don't mean shit. Street code don't mean shit. Street cred ain't never bought you a motherfucking thing. It don't mean shit. But what it really, what we really be saying is like, yo, I'm kind of scared for my life to say something. And guess what? You're rightfully so. 
But if that's the case, maybe we will shoot. <laughs> I can't believe I'm saying this shit. <laughs> but if we're really that scared of these niggas in the streets, maybe we shouldn't be shitting on the police like we do. Because, like, who bows to save you then? Because if, if you don't trust the police, right, you don't you won't call the police. You scared of niggas in the streets and you want to give up your guns. What exactly what you what what is the what is it then? You won't call the police. You won't tell. And you don't want a gun. What do you want? You know, this is really where I think and this is my rogue idea of the evening that community police community policing should be a little bit more prevalent. You know that. I know I just use my block, for example. I can count at least five or six other adult men that I know and interact with on the block. I see them out cutting their grass, pulling the trash out, you know, moving with groceries, their kids, their lady, all of that. Between the community of your block, you should be able to police certain shit. We all grown men. These are just regular nine to five niggas. Like, we know we all legal Let's just say we're all legal gun owners. Like we should all be able to police our neighborhoods. Like niggas should not be able to come into your block causing and all type of terror if you the niggas that you say that you are. And when I say when, when you refer to police, I think that should be a thing. But the police and I'm talking about is if somebody in your neighbor's yard don't look like your neighbor, you should be able to say something. You shouldn't just go mind your business all the time. Yeah. Or if you don't feel comfortable saying something, you don't feel safe, something reach out to the authorities. Unfortunately, it shouldn't just be like, what the fuck ever. If you see some kids doing some shit, like just be known, make yourself aware. like, Hey, how you, Hey, what's up, man? How you doing today? What bill at? Even if the nigga name, not bill, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, I see you. So maybe insert thing here. Shouldn't happen. That, that might be the, but that's going back to what you talk about that fear. You know, people are people are scared in their own neighborhoods. But that same thing kind of happened to me. I remember when I when, you know, my truck was sitting in the driveway one day and I know I got a neighbor up the block. He usually leave out the house about four thirty, five o'clock every morning to go to work. So on the days where I leave earlier, you know, we typically see each other in passing. There's one day I didn't leave out at that time, but he was still out there. And he said he saw some niggas in my driveway. Looked like they was trying to take the car. He said he pulled up, honked the horn. He was like, hey, good morning, neighbor. And them niggas ran off. And and that should be the, you know, the we it's not enough care and compassion about one another. And if it's, you, it'd be a hot button topic for a minute, but it really takes genuine human compassion and care to change this shit. And just think about it. So if you in your neighborhood that you own a house there and y'all got stuff, if you terrified to even honk the horn and say, hey, neighbor, you terrified to do that shit because you think something possibly happened with you. And you also think you shouldn't have a gun. I never. Because how can both how can both things be? How can you be terrified in your own house of your own community and don't want to be protected and don't trust the police? You become you. You're making your home into a prison. Cause now you're going to be scared to leave that bitch. But you, but then you on the flip side, you're not safe if niggas come in. So it's a lose, lose. Um, conversation started cause Canada's prime minister is trying to push a, a, a bill for it that will stop the sale of all handguns in the country. I'm like, damn, I'm glad I don't live in Canada. That's, that's too, that's too stringent for my liking. And that's who y'all think we should be like. 
And I seen when that shit posted, everybody was like, man, Canada got it right. Canada got it right. Man, I wish I lived in Canada. Go to fucking Canada then. Go to Canada and go back to Africa. Because that's where y'all think y'all want to live so bad, right? Go. What's stopping you? It's not. It's just not that easy. It can be. Now, maybe to Canada would probably be a very easy transition. You can get Canadian citizenship. Nigga, you can go to, you can be a citizen everywhere. Niggas come to this country all the fucking time. We can't go nowhere else. Yeah, you can. But then we fit, that, that's when you realize that shit ain't as bad as you think it is up over here. Y'all niggas want to go everywhere. Y'all act like this ain't, like, come on, my nigga. You know you having fun here. <laughs> Despite all the bullshit, you know you having fun here. I be here like, nigga, I want to go to Dubai. You know, if you kiss your, if you, you can't be out here holding hands and canoodling you go, with your you bitch to, in Dubai because you're going, going to Dubai gym. on your fucking honeymoon and shit and you, you and your girl. You kiss your wife in public, y'all going to jail. Like, come on, man. You know you don't want to live nowhere else. I, I shit sound cool because you sound like you some kind of revolutionary nigga and shit like, you. Yeah, I'm going back. Forward to thinking. Nigga be, come on, my nigga. Niggas don't want to live Born, the US. raised here. Taught here. You don't speak the language. You don't know the food. You don't know the streets. You don't know shit. Don't know shit. Shit but America. Come on, man. You're not, you not going nowhere else, dog. <laughs> Let's stop it. It sound good. It's like, they're like talking points. FAQs. You know what I'm saying? They sound they, good. They sound virtual signaling. You know what I'm saying? Like, man, we should go back to the continent. You know what I'm saying? You and do never, what? You ain't never lived there, though. And do what? You'll be a stranger. You're a stranger. As soon as you open up your mouth, they know you ain't there. You know what happens when niggas be strangers in strange go, lands? Go back down south where your family came from. Since you want to get down to your root, go back to Florida, nigga. All your everybody family came from down south, right? Go For the most to, part, go yeah. back down south then. Your ass is still here in Detroit. Go to Miss, go back to Mississippi. All Ch- you niggas work from home <laughs> now, right? Go, you can go anywhere, nigga. You can be in Africa and keep your same fucking job that you got now. You can go to fucking Canada. Our money worth more. Keep your same job that you got now. Make more money than you make over there. Go to Canada then, my nigga. Go, go get your free health care. Because it just sounds good. It just sounds good. That's all. Them niggas got free health care. All right. How hard it is for you to get to the doctor? Because you make an appointment and you in that bitch. Yeah, when everybody got free health care, you might be waiting six months <laughs> to see your primary care physician. Nigga got cancer. You can't even get in because you got to wait. See you next year, nigga. I just think that shit be sounding really nice and shit. Like, you, nigga, we got to go to camp. Go on. <laughs> nigga asked me a question, though. And I asked him a question back. He was like, so you so so so, so you don't think that, uh, that, that uh, doing all that's going to stop the crime rate and shit like that? And and why this shit only happen in America? Everybody be like, Yo, why this happen in America, America, America and shit? Hey, yo, Canada do got guns and shit. Just the police got them. I'm no, I'm saying regular citizens. Them niggas got guns too. It's a longer process to get them the whole nine yards. But why they kids don't shoot up schools? There are guns in the country. Why don't they get the guns and shoot up schools? Like America is not the only place that has guns inside of their country. Right. Why don't the children in these other places pick up the guns that are in those countries? And shoot up the school. I don't know. What's, what's your theory behind it? It's not the gun. It's the country. It's the culture here. It's raising crazy motherfuckers. What do you think is race? I don't even. <laughs> everything is raising crazy motherfuckers. But here. think about it though. No, I feel you. I feel you. Like it is something. It is some American shit for people going into grocery stores and shooting shit up. I don't. Me personally, I don't think it's the gun. 
because there are guns other places and people still don't do that. But what makes our culture more inherently violent than somewhere else? Because like these stir- we promote, we over sexualize and violent everything on television. Everything on television, media, music is hypersexual and violent. Everything. The there 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 is no right and wrong any longer. It's a uh, everything everything that you may have grew up on and thought was right and moral. Now the exact opposite is liberating. Who are you to tell me I shouldn't drink and do drugs? I should be able to do heroin if I want to do heroin. Like everything that we think was nice and moral and kept the world in a a safe, balanced place. We gave everybody the opportunity to do the opposite and shit just started going left. And we like, I don't know why this is happening. I mean, shit is just the land of the free, home of the brave. I mean, shit is shit is free as fuck. If you want to get fucked up tonight, nigga, how about the food at McDonald's ain't the same in America that it is in Canada or yeah. anywhere else in the world? Like they put chemicals in our food that they will not allow in other countries. I mean, they poison our food. They poison the education system. They poison the music. They poison the literal air. I never knew how different food was until so I got a I got a partner of mine, my homeboy Adumbe. His father's from Nigeria. Yeah. And you probably get him on a pile a long time ago. Yeah, yeah. He he just be it just be hard to get him. But his his pops is from Nigeria. And I remember like when he would come over here and visit, he would make us go down to uh Eastern Market. He said, Go get a live chicken, have them mur- Slaughter the live chicken, and that's what we're going to have for dinner. The taste of live chicken or, or fresh chicken, and that shit that you buy in the grocery store, yeah. fucking night and day. It's fucking the, night and day. It's not the same thing. <laughs> no, no, it's a, it, it's a completely chicken, different the animal. that we eat, them niggas never seen the light of day. Now, that's fucking crazy. They never seen the light... They, they get hair, they get they get steroids, and they get hormones, so they, they, they're too big for their legs. To support their weight because like they grow at an ab- abnormal size at normal size really fast so some of the motherfuckers that be deformed don't even got beaks they just bodies hey, if y'all want to see something fucked up google chiclet shredding and how about this tyson supply 30 percent of the chicken in the country dog and all the fast food restaurants that you go to all that chicken come from tyson, tyson yeah tyson the devil out here dog what them niggas doing to that thing That thing we call chicken Shit ain't right man They making Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle chickens Yo this shit ain't right man They make they making juiced up <laughs> Juiced up chickens Them chickens stronger than a motherfucker But I think all this shit Plays into the, 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 the reason Why our kids is going wild Why the, why the society is going wild Cause food 100% will make you depressed Yeah but also, I look at like, you know, we're just in size. You see more plus size and larger people now than you did, say, 20 some odd years ago. It's all these steroids and shit in the food. They've made a direct link to the rise of fast food and the rise of, of obesity. Because Big Mom always used to cook with lard and, 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 and grease and all that, all that shit that, that quote unquote not good for us. We've always cooked with that shit, right? Yeah. So there's always been a little higher cholesterol. Yeah, a little, right? ele- a little element of surprise. <laughs> yeah. But the obesity and how it is right now is directly linked to the rise of fast food. 
how many more? But uh, we've had be one of those things where it's like, you know, maybe once on a weekend you would get some fast food. We've had Pharaoh on the show several times talking about food deserts. Yeah. And that you, it's, you can probably find a McDonald's much quicker than you f- can find a Whole Foods in an urban environment. 100%. Or even when, even when you go to your local grocery store, the produce section is probably the smallest section inside of the grocery store. That that little bitty corner that they give them for the unless you go into the fruit market, they give you a little bitty corner for for fr- fresh fruits and vegetables. So part of the reason I'm thinking like uh, I'm about to try to cut this sugar shit out and just try to get my eating and and, and, and living right is feel like I feel like I'm smarter and I know better, but I don't act like it. You know what I'm saying? Like I be eating poison for convenience, but I know it's poison, and I feel like I'm I'm way too smart to be getting. But we falling for the okie doke. But we do though, because it's it's they make it convenient. They make the food convenient, easily accessible, and it's cheap. So I was talking about accountability and like you responsible for the decisions that you make the whole nine yards. Absolutely. And like I'm responsible. Whether it's a difficult situation or not, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm responsible for this shit. So uh I don't have other. I mean, the only option I got to either to, to fall in line like the other sheep or like try to do something about it. So, I mean, we say all that to say America's a wild ass place and Detroit is even wilder. Detroit is the jungle. A murderous, out cold town of wild niggas. Niggas are shooting at the police, um, killing each other, killing kids, killing old folks, uh, coming up missing. Like all day, every like yo, the shit depressing, dog. You know, I always the, I got a family member, my aunt. She always joke that she don't like coming here. She's like, De- she always call it lawless Detroit. She was like, baby, if you want to see me, you are gonna have to drive down to Cleveland. But she's like, I ain't coming to lawless Detroit. Yo, Cleveland, Cleveland is crazy. It's crazy. <laughs> it's cr- Cleveland, Cleveland, and crazy. East Cleveland. If I'm not mistaken, like yo. And I will say it again on air. Cleveland has. Cleveland and Ohio has the ugliest women that live on the face of planet Earth. Uh, I disagree. Until until Park or Clemmy showed me something different, that's that's my word. I'm sticking um, to it. But yo, uh, as a community, because that's what we like to call ourselves, <laughs> as people who have a special Detroit, that community thing is some bullshit, dog. It it, really, it just is. It just is. Because it's honestly, bullshit. Do you even like your community? And what I mean by that is, do you like the one mile radius that you live in? Do you like them people? I don't even know them people. <laughs> they strangers to me. I don't know them people. You don't know them people. Like you, I don't have no connection with them. Are you stopping and talking to them in the liquor store, or are you moving? You get into your fucking car as soon as you can. I'm moving to my car. I, I'm going into the liquor store with pinpoint accuracy for what I want, and then I am leaving. My nigga, we not even making eye contact with niggas in the liquor store. Cause like who knows what that's gonna lead to? You look at the wrong nigga the wrong way, and it's they what? No, that's not that's not community, my nigga. That, that's crazy when you when you describe it like that. This but I mean, is not community, dog. Now, do do you like the people in your block? That could be a thing. You reference the the, the four or five people, yeah, like because I, I have a rapport with them. 100%. You know what I'm saying? So like, yeah, I can. Do, do I like them? Do I know them? I don't know them. But, like, I see them enough where, like, if I saw them at the liquor store, I would nod and speak. 
motherfuckers be like, yo, as a community, we need to do my nigga, you and your own group of friends don't don't agree on shit. I'm supposed to agree with this whole neighborhood. This one block radius, we all supposed to agree on on how insert things. Do communities still have like block clubs and shit? The good ones. Yeah. The ones who care if they grass is cut and if they shit keep getting broke into. Yeah, you're right. Niggas, people who, if there is a a lot of homeowners in the area, oh, one. That's that's yeah yeah. I got I got to live here for the next thirty years. You know what I'm saying? Like I got to protect my investment. I got to. Not let my shit get fucked up. I want to. I want. I want my property value to be good. So yeah. if y'all homeowners, hey, my nigga, look out for me, man. I'm gonna look out for you. Just on some some normal shit, neighborly shit. Yeah, yeah, I feel you. But what we got right now, I don't say this like happily. I don't know if this is the community, dog. It's not. It's not. It's not. You and. I don't care how well you know your neighbors. You wouldn't leave your back door unlocked I tell you why it's not a community. We don't agree on Hutch the same way. Look at you. See how many niggas was arguing in the fucking comments? Yeah. All y'all from the same city. Same side of town even. Right? Y'all can't even agree that it's fucked up that a nigga get murdered in broad daylight. Body laid out on the fucking ground with his wife in the car. It's some niggas like, man, nigga, that shit happen every day. That doesn't make it right though. No, that's fucked up that it happened every day. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't make it doesn't make that shit no better. Oh, but this the this the community that we all should we won. Nigga, we don't agree. <laughs> like, we don't agree. You thought it was cool for everybody to run the PPP up. Like you thought that was a good idea, right? All across the country, niggas ran that shit up, and what we doing now? We inflation. got fucked up ass inflation. I thought it was a victimless crime. Like, think about it. Well, money not real. And we just flood the market with it. Now everybody got money. You know, and I was. Now, we talked about this very specifically because we was like, I the said, price the of buffs went up. Now when you go to, we said this shit on the podcast. When, when you go to Hutch, them bitches going to run you $3,500, $4,000 for some buffs because now everybody had money and everybody went and got them and made the price of everything go up. Price of the brick went up. Price of the brick went up. Now gas, $8. Somebody said, you niggas complaining about grass. After all that PP shit, why don't you just put on your business credit card? Because <laughs> all you niggas got businesses and shit, right? Yeah, man. I man. thought that PPP shit. was a kid, dog. A 23-year-old got arrested, was the shooter. 23 years old. Yeah, man. That's so everybody terrible. had this, yo, nigga, this was a professional hit. They probably sent in the Italians. Nah. It's a kid, man. Nah. Some young niggas. A kid. 23 years old, you a kid in my eyes, dog. That makes I'm old enough to be your father. 100%. My nephew about to be 20. He's 22. Yeah, man. Shit crazy. That shit crazy. Out cold town. Wild niggas. What do you say? My shooter, 17, can't read or write, but he can squeeze that pipe. We be thinking all this shit be cool as fuck. This shit is trifling, dog. Shit be trifling as hell. Yeah, it's you know what I mean Bentleys and Aston Martins and all these wild ass fucking cars I've seen in the last two weeks for all these prime graduations, dog. Coming out of eight hundred dollar houses, ain't no grass on the front of the house, but y'all got a Bentley parked in front of it. Shit is wild. It, this is fucked up priorities, and like we, <laughs> well, we act like we rich when we poor as fuck. 
Now, my daughter is two years away from going to prom, and she told me she wanted a Tesla. She wanted to take a Tesla to prom. And I mean, that's, that's, that's doable. It is doable, but I'm, I just don't plan on doing it. I mean, that's fucking, what you call it? Toro. I mean, that's, that's it's not going to cost you much as a Bentley. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? No, no. My, now, I know my, my uh, homeboy, his son took a Bentley to prom last year. And, like, <laughs> I want to... I'm just gonna keep that to myself. He took he took a Bentley to prom last year, and I just don't think that's a smart idea for kids that can barely fucking drive. You Y'all put, can't drive. You putting them behind the wheel Ain't of a. Th- to drink tonight. You putting them behind the wheel of a three hundred thousand dollar car that they that they're not insured on. If anything happens to this car, a full ass adult told some nigga who car it is that they was gonna be the only one driving. <laughs> nigga, a forty two year old mom said, "I'm buying this for me." I remember <laughs> I drove a rental to my prom. My father in law, who was my girlfriend's father at the time, took me to Enterprise, paid for the rent. Well, I gave him the money, but he paid for the rental. Nigga, we literally drove off the Enterprise lot, not even a block up. He got out the the rental. I got out of his car. We exchanged rides. He did not see me till two days later. That's why them. He f- just trusted the That's fact when you buy a car from the rental shop, that bitch be trashed. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, that trans is going out next week. I don't give a fuck what they say. That much, oh, low miles, shit. Yeah, low miles, but that bitch been at ninety miles an hour yeah, it's, the whole twenty seven thousand miles. It's low miles because that that's a refurbished engine in that bitch. <laughs> that ain't the original. That ain't the original. Facts. Yeah. Uh. Uh. I don't. I mean, I'm, I'm not mad that like, yeah, yeah, like why we act like we got more money than we do though? Because it's the Detroit way. Is that Detroit only? Because that's some uh, some across the board black people. We act like we got more money than we are for other black people who just in the exact same who, position. Who have just as less as we do. I think I, I mentioned this on this pod before. It's because we are told that black people have less money than white people, right? So white people got money, black people don't got money. We also told this world that you ain't shit without money. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. as soon as you get money, now you feel I got to like, show you I'm the shit. No, now you feel like you can be respected as an actual person in society. Like now I now you can see me. Hey, how you doing? I'm a person. My opinion matters now. Look at me. I got money. Y'all niggas don't mean nothing. I am I'm I'm popping in society now. I could be recognized. I really do think it's some some inferiority shit. Now that you got a couple of dollars, now that you can be seen, oh, now you think you better. Not because the white man look at you. Oh, Johnson, this nigger has money. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I really do think it's some deep psychological shit. Like, who we, who are you showing up for? You know, I I was uh I saw something on social media this week, and it it was like a it was a theme on Twitter. Like, what is mental illness? But it's not classified as mental illness. That probably be that would probably be right on target. I I, I chimed in because I I feel like. Y'all obsession with celebrities is a mental illness. One hundred percent. It's mental illness. When I see bitches wishing Beyonce happy birthday on December fourth, I think that's her birthday. You know what I think is a mental illness? What? It's not quite. It's not looked at as that. That whole I'm gonna be peace. I'm gonna be at peace over everything. Oh, that shit a mental illness. It's impossible. <laughs> You can't everything achieve it. And any and everything that does not bring me peace, I'm gonna eliminate it from my life. That shit. Something wrong with you. Like it, like something wrong with you. I get the 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 overall the, meaning. The manifestation of it. Nah, that shit ain't right. That's not. Come on, my nigga. 
That was you know, that's not that's not even how the law of average is like you cannot be happy all the time. No. It's impossible. <laughs> Some shit is gonna piss you off and take you out of your square of peace you every single are day. You're going to have a disag- a disagreement. That don't mean you hate the person. You're gonna have a disagreement which can disturb your quote unquote peace. Yeah. And if every time you had a, a, a difference of opinion with somebody, you removed them from your life, that's probably something that's probably something going on with you. Right? Like you probably got something going on. That you feel so triggered that nope, can't talk to you no more ever again. Sorry, can't do it, can't do it. My piece, my piece is important. <laughs> you make it sound stupid. Yeah, Mm-mm. it's a little bit of mental illness right there. A woman, yeah, yeah. We're thinking that white man. <laughs> this is fucking crazy. Come on, Jay. Yo, thinking that every single thing that ever happened to you is the white man's fault. Yeah. Like you don't take no responsibility in it. What about your poor ass decisions? But, but please believe me. <laughs> I know some devils in there doing some shit. Okay, we're not going. We don't. We. I'm not. I can't act like that's not a. That's not a thing. You feel me? Right. But every single thing that happens in your life, it ain't because somebody else. Man, you know, man, them niggas, them niggas did what? Nigga, you was late to work today. Man, and them niggas fired me, dude. Like, because you didn't come to work for 27 days. And then after a certain age, you should really stop blaming other people for your for your fuckery. You know, I, I hear it. I know niggas in their 40s be like, oh, nigga, my mama ain't really do. You know, my mama ain't really do. Well, nigga, you ain't lived with your mama in 25 years. It's not her fault anymore. <laughs> it's really not. It's not. Dog. I understand that your daddy beat your ass when you was 13. But nigga, you are 43 now. You work. You work. A, you work a good job. You work at Chase. Go use the employee services and, and seek some free counsel. Oh, man. Nobody's doing it to you no more. Nobody. Yeah. It's the boogeyman. How you think our episode last week was? What kind of feedback you get? Uh, I got some eye-opening feedback. That pe- I did get that people were hoping that we would dig like a little bit deeper. But like therapy is not like a one-shot, one-stop shop. You know, when you see uh, it deeper than one. How you know what's deep? How you know what's an uh, how, what deep is to another person? I don't know. I think people were maybe like expecting us to cry, or give, but you, <laughs> give more right insight though. to our lives. Like what? What do you know? Like how do you gauge how deep something is? You can't. You don't know how it affects me. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. you open it up and saying, or if I open up and say, I don't know what the fuck I said. If I say anything, how you know that wasn't really really difficult for me to say? Yeah. Oh, because you wanted some juicy shit for your own personal, your personal entertainment. I'm sorry. If that's what you thought was going to happen in Shop Talk. Uh. That's what you thought was going to happen live on a <laughs> My nigga, you don't know shit about me in real life. You don't know shit about Jason or Damon. Like if that's what life. you thought you was going to get on a Friday. <laughs> <laughs> like in real life, you really don't know a lot about my life. People. Like, you just don't. I just, I just don't share on the pod. I don't share in real life, but I definitely don't. I, share I'm not. Life. I'm not gonna say this person's name, but somebody reached out to me. They was like, "Well, I was hoping that y'all was gonna talk about more about y'all difficulties in relationships." Like, well, whoa, I, I, we never promised that. Well, who told you I'm having difficulties in relationships? Because I don't talk about mine or the the multitude of them or the lack thereof on the pod. <laughs> How you know I'm having difficulties in them? Look, I've had. <laughs> Like no, for real though. No, no. I I think it's just I think it's just the observation of the people from the outside looking in because <laughs> I want to throw somebody I would throw somebody slightly up under the bus. This is young lady that I know that has reached out to me to try to get 
closer to you. And I I would explain off of the air why I haven't made the connection and you'll you'll thank me for it. <laughs> but but was trying to expl- but was trying to like use me as a conduit to like help me introduce her to you. Hmm. And she was like, well, some guy to book some time. <laughs> well, that's probably the easiest way. <laughs> you better book some time. I'm not outside. But she but she was like, well, her her thought with listening to last week's pod, she's like, well, what's wrong with your boy? He 40. He don't have no kids. He ain't married. Like she was trying to like, I'm trying to figure out what, what was going on with him to try and find the angle to get in. I was like, cause I didn't want to have a child out of wedlock. I want to have a child. Like, well, I mean, it's, it's, it's very simple shit, but I'm like, you know, if you expecting for us to unpeel onions like that on the show, you're not going like to get if, it. If we got into that, right. Um, I even think I did. One of these episodes we've talked about last like, week. I even think I said one of the reasons one of my girlfriends was so mad at me is because we, me and her, didn't live together. She wanted to move out and live in an apartment together, and I was like, "Yo, my parents are probably gonna think that's wild," and I didn't. Yeah. And me and my brother lived together, and she was really upset about that because she's like, "Well, why wouldn't you live with me?" Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because in my brain, I'm like, I ain't really want to disappoint my parents. I know that's not the type of shit they own. That's not kind of how they raise. Hindsight 2020, I don't know if they even even fucking care, but I didn't want to at the time. You know what I'm saying? I had a different plan. But you can't. Ladies, this is this is just a, a sprinkle of advice from uh Love Dr. Dame. Is that you can't make you can't love a man into doing what you want him to do. If a man don't want to live with you, no, he going he going you can't love a person facts. into doing what you want them to do for you. If you, if a man don't want to live with you, I don't care how much you cooking, cleaning, fucking and sucking him down. He not going to live there. He not going to live there because that ain't what the fuck he want. Later in life, definitely live with his, uh, women. You know what I'm saying? But at that time, that wasn't on my radar. That I would tell any nigga, if you are not married, and I would preference it with that. If you are not married or moving towards marriage, there's no reason to live with your significant other. Fuck, fuck the bullshit. Man, I tell you, figure what, it out on your own for you a little learn, bit. You definitely learn if 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 y'all compatible because that boyfriend and girlfriend shit while y'all live in separate places, that shit is not the real them. It's not the real them, but also I look at it from like I just use myself as an example. You know, me and my ex wife, that was my high school sweetheart. When we turned nineteen, we moved in together, got our first apartment, and was living together. And that was not a test run. Because us living together as essentially kids and unmarried, it was it was it was just light. We was playing house. You know, we got these bills. We we like we love each other. We we becoming young adults. We got this apartment. We trying to just figure out life. That's not living together. When we got married. When we had a child and got married. I saw I saw a completely different woman and it's not a knock to her or anything, but like when, when the boundaries, when the rules change, when it's a little bit more difficult for y'all to separate. Yeah. When she wasn't my girlfriend no more and she was my wife, oh, the game changed three, 180. The game did a full 180 spin when she became my wife and wasn't my girlfriend no more. Man, you know what I think is interesting? When a single woman, my age, would think there's something wrong with me not being married and your ass ain't married. Or if you, if you, or you were divorced or you, or, I don't know who this person is. Yeah. And I hope it's not like nailing them to the teeth. You know what I'm saying? But like if you, uh, you just a single woman with a baby, 
why you worry why I'm like, are you married? <laughs> like, if this something wrong with me, it's something wrong with you. Two things wrong with you. So, so I'm glad that you brought this up because let me pull up this topic real quick. <laughs> I'm glad. I'm really glad that you took it. Because how can you not like the? <laughs> I don't understand it. So, hold on. This is a private conversation I was having with a friend of mine, but I'm going to use this as a topic because her and I were like really going back and forth with this is that men don't this. This was a, a tweet on Twitter that men don't leave good woman and every men don't leave good woman. Every woman just thinks they're a good person. Women be narcissistic as hell. They always think my toxic trait is I have a big heart. No, laughing my ass off. Your toxic trait is that you're a narcissist who thinks the worst thing about them is something positive. I hate to break it to you, but every woman on earth is not a dope person. And a chunk of you all are terrible. So let's just flat. The fuck. You said that? No, no, no. I wish I would have said it. I wish I would have said it. But I'm going to double down on that shit tonight. Just because you look good in your fashion over outfits and your waist trainer and that 30 inch yakka, yakka horse ass on the top of your head doesn't make you a good woman. You know, I, I was arguing with somebody this week, a friend of mine, and she was like, well, I'm a good woman. Uh, and I was like, well, why? And she started like naming off these resume answers. While well, I'm a team player, I support what team him. You on? And I'm just like, you won't the, even let me have a roster. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> you won't let me have a roster. If you, you really love player. me, you love me and all my other hoes. <laughs> but like, what the fuck? What the fuck is a team player? What the fuck does that shit even mean? How? <laughs> this is gonna this is gonna be like real narcissistic, but whatever. As you call other people narcissists. I don't give no fuck. I don't give no fuck. I don't give a fuck. Look, my nigga, I'm not going to live and marry a woman who does not show me how she's going to make my life better or easier. Plain and simple. You can give me all them all them resume answers that you fucking want to. Bitch, if I look at you and you are a bill, I will never marry you. I never marry you. How about this? This is the easier one for me. Go ahead. Toxic J. I couldn't marry you if you think you better than me. Unpack that for me. Like, I don't think I'm better than anybody. But like some people. Like she she thinks she she think you getting with her is to come up. That or like some people just got an air coming. I'm the catch. I'm the, I'm a woman. I'm the catch. I'm this. I'm that. I'm better. I'm better. I'm better. I'm smarter. I'm this. I got my heart is this, like. I make more money than you. I like, get. I touch a dollar quicker than you. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> hey, Yo, I gotta think who who battle that was. Uh, uh, your honor. Yeah, yeah, yeah that, that was, was your honor. Yeah, 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 yeah. But like. To your point, that should be kind of like narcissistic, right? Right. Uh, I don't want nobody that's that you that you think you could be just an all around better person than me. You know, I could possibly think that, but like when you walk around with this air of confidence that like you just better at whatever decision, whatever discussion we have. If you I'm had right if wrong, you had me and fumbled me, it's your loss. Like, bitch, I understand them trendy little captions that you put up, but it's not the truth. Of, I don't. I don't nobody want to be out of balance. You know what I'm saying? And not every, and being the catch is not synonymous in every relationship. It's not. Some relationships, the man is absolutely the the, the catch in the relationship. There have been some relationships I've been in, and I look back on it. The woman was definitely the superior member of the relationship, and she was the catch. But like, it, it does. It's not across the board. Just because I think women have this idea that they have 
a commodity that everybody wants. But that does not make you a catch. Just because you have something that corners the market doesn't make you a catch. Is the market cornered? No, it's really not. It's really not. Because the retail value uh, is, is quite affordable. Um, yeah, it just be interesting. I don't want to sound like a raggedy ass nigga, but like that shit just that shit just pissed me off. Like every woman thinks she's a good woman. And and I'll be honest, a lot of men think they're good men. And they truth, truth, but they're not. Just because you pay the bills and you know, I don't beat on her, don't make you a good nigga. It just don't. Are you emotionally available? Are you helping raise them kids? You helping around out? Are you helping at the house with the with the groceries, nigga? Not cheating and being a generally nice person does not make you a quote unquote good nigga. Make me a catch. <laughs> I ain't got no hoes. Depending on the market, that could. Make you, <laughs> depending on the market, just those two things could make you a catch. I don't know. It depends on what the what the pond looking like. Or if you, if we go through them DMs, it could just be you a hamburger and ain't been able to make a connection. That's a fact. You ain't talking the right talk to her. Mm-hmm. You leading with girl, I want to see you. You should be leading with I got two hundred dollars cash. Imagine a nigga saying, "Girl, you forty years old with no kids. What's wrong with you?" They will rip us apart. She could be bearish. She could be. She could be it. <laughs> Because it's always different when it's a woman. It's always different. It's always. I don't want to be one of them podcast niggas, but it's always different when it's a woman. It's never the same. I tell you what, though. I'm tired of fighting. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want these women, men versus women conversation. I'm done. I don't, even, I don't. I don't want. I don't want to be a part of them no more. Look, man, they recycle themselves on Twitter every every month. I don't, don't want two hundred dollar dates is 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 due to come up any day now. Man, I don't want to fight, dog. Uh, it's a, I think it's a bigger plan. Like we just gonna keep you niggas fighting and hating each other. Yo, black woman is X X X. Yo, the black but the black man we X X. And it's like it's easy to fall into because if you see yourself in any of those good quotes, you wanna you you gonna tend to agree. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So it, it draw you in, and now you pick the side. And the, but now we on two different sides Look, man. instead of being together. And I'm I don't want I I want fight. <laughs> I don't want to fight. Look, this is just coming from me. And I've said a lot of dirtbag shit on this show. And I've stood on it. I doubled down on most of it. Look, my niggas, find you one good black woman. Lock in with her and figure the fuck out of life. Just figure it out with her. Well. Find one good one that works for you. 80%. Yes. One that works for you. But don't just go find one and stick it. Because that's not going to work. No, no. Because if you don't want to be there. I I said one that works for you. Just be very specific about that. We was talking earlier in in a thread, in a group chat with a couple others. And I come to the, I don't know if it's a a giant Nostradamus conclusion. But there is not a long, there is no long-term benefit for a man being unfaithful to his wife. (laughs) There's no benefit at all. I mean, there's some short term benefits. Yeah, short term, but like, like long term, there is not. There is not a long term benefit for being unfaithful while married. Prove me wrong. No, that's that's something that I don't think nobody can prove you wrong about. Because if she finds out, she can take your children, take half your money. Let's say she can dra- She can kill you financially. Let's say she don't find out, but your children find out. There is no long term benefit for that. Uh, Other than the the physical pleasure, right? Or maybe your ego gets stroked or whatever. There is no long term benefit, and because I'm assuming that you probably do love your wife, right? Yeah. But you still got your your flesh still want what it wants. Absolutely. There is no long term benefit by crushing the woman 
that you love. Like you crushed her. You turned her to a whole nother person. There is not a long term benefit to that, dog. No, it's not. Other than Damn. like, I'm happy about having sex. There is no long term benefit for being unfaithful to your in your marriage. Now, I said marriage. Because typically most people in a marriage agree that it should just be two people. Right. Now, if you have a, a, a different type of relationship, of a polygamous relationship, I'm not talking about those. I'm talking about a, a traditional traditional American wedding, what, what most people would think be labeled as traditional. Yeah, yeah. Whether it's actual traditional or not, so we on the same talking points like that. There is not a long-term benefit for being unfaithful to your wife or husband. There's really no benefit. There's no benefit. I mean, there could be. That's I know. No, I'm like so. Uh, for an example, yes. In, in the moment, a, yeah. In the in the moment, there was a need that was not being fulfilled. Uh, or maybe I got me an old chick that you know give me a couple dollars when I go see her. That's all short term benefits, though. Yeah. I I don't know. Maybe fellas, if you listening and you think there is a we, we won't benefit, we won't say your name. We won't say I your name. Know Just what the long term benefit is. Yeah. Cause we know it some, ain't really one, and I'm not judging, but we know some of y'all niggas be cheating. I mean, it just is what it is. But just tell me, if your wife found out today about your four year sneaky link, if your wife, your wife's family, because that's even worse, damn near than the kids. <laughs> I don't know. I remember being. I remember being out with a homie, and remember when there was a when Trappers Alley was yeah. downtown. We was we was skipping school. At Trapper's Alley, and we seen the homie dad and his secretary, like compromising position. Yeah, and he saw us, and it was it was it was uh it was uncomfortable. As I just leave it at that, it was hell uncomfortable. Yeah, man, I don't know that I I, I off the top of my head, and mostly through the day because I've been thinking about this. I don't know. There's one long term benefit to that, and I guess as soon as I hate that I'm even saying this, <laughs> but as soon as we come to realization with that shit, I think the better black people in whole would be because the black family would be even better. Just don't get, I I know it's simple. It's a simple concept, but like if you just want to cheat and fuck around, just don't get married. Just don't get married. Could, but I mean, it's easier said than done, but yeah. like, just don't. It, it, I promise it's simpler that way. Uh, I mean, it should be that easy, right? It should. I don't think. I hope. I don't. Well, I think some niggas do, but I would hope like you go into it with the best of intentions, right? And I'm assuming things could happen. You should go into it with the best of intentions. You really should. But I mean, life, life, fucking be life, and <laughs> and the next day you look up, you know, you unhappy, and she don't, she didn't gain fifty pounds because she didn't gave you three kids. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, all right. So listen, or or even on the flip end, when women cheat, because nigga, you didn't gain seventy pounds since high school. What you supposed to do? I don't know. Because I I I hear they're like motivate them to go to the gym. Well, that shit don't work. That oh, I'm going to the gym with you. Shit, like, what if you just like physically unhappy with your spouse now? Like, what you supposed to do? That's ter- that ter- I'll be honest. That terrifies me. If you just wake up one day and she's like, I'm just, I thought I'm just I pl- not attracted to you anymore. After I get married, I plan to be with this woman for the rest of my life. That's why you're waiting to be so old to do it. 
No, that's not even that's low key. This is not this is not this is not the plan. <laughs> I, I did not plan this shit. Nigga, out I, this feel way, you. My nigga. I feel you. I feel you. I really thought when, when me and my ex wife divorced, I said by thirty five, I'll be married again. This was not the nigga. Plan. I'll be forty one this year. Forty one. This one hundred percent was not the plan. No, it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> but like, what you supposed to do? I know they be like, oh, nay, that's so shallow, whatever, whatever the fuck, it happens. You want to, you want to fuck your, you want to fuck your partner. What you supposed? And to you do? want to, to be attracted to them in order to fuck them. When you are no longer attracted to the person that you're in a relationship, I don't know. With. I need, a, I need a married person to chime in. Shit, on that even one. if not even just your girlfriend, because okay, y'all not married, but that don't mean it's not gonna hurt the other person just as much. Like, how do you t- like, yo? I'm not a. That's some fucked up shit. You feel bad. Yeah. Have you never? All right, uh, it's a better question. No, no, you can you can ask me directly. Go ahead. Have you ever been in a relationship and then was no longer attracted to that person? Absolutely. I remember the exact moment. I remember the exact moment. I was with somebody. We had been together, let's say, a year and a half. I remember staying a night over her house. Something shook in the middle of the night. I remember sitting up, looking at her while she was snoring and covering the pillows. And this bitch got ugly. <laughs> And, and in that very second, I didn't feel nothing for her. Damn. Like, I, I remember pulling the sheets back and just looking at her, and I was like. I, Eddie Murphy in, in Harlem Nights? I, I just didn't want her no more. I didn't Damn. want her no more. And it's not, and she didn't do nothing wrong. That's she terrifying. She she was always, like, a good partner. You know, she she took relatively good care of me for the position that I was in in her life. But I just knew I just didn't feel the attraction or the want to be with her anymore. And everything she did irritated you after that. Absolutely. And then Absolutely. you get into a situation where the relationship goes sour, not because you are intentionally trying to make it, but like once I'm just you not, know, you're just not interested. You're not in it no more. And once you don't like the person, every flaw is magnified. Yeah, for sure. Or once you like somebody else, I never, I never forget. I remember when we did when, and this is a completely different relationship. But when when me and my ex wife got divorced, I know that there was like a couple, and it's just a a litany of cases that the judges just be going through. And I remember like one of the judges, one of the cases they were arguing in the courtroom, and the judge was like, "The divorce has already happened." Like me banging the gavel was just a formality. She's like, y'all were divorced long before y'all came into my courtroom. Mm-hmm. And typically when most relationships end, the relationship ended months ago. Yeah. But we just going through the motions. We doing, we're doing what we're programmed to do. And we just here. Because, you know, it, you feel like you feel like a bad person if you're no longer attracted to this person. And you got to tell them, I don't want to be with you because I don't want. You love the person. Yeah. I don't want to be with you because I'm not attracted to you no more. Nigga, that will crush a motherfucker. If a motherfucker told me that, I'm crushed. Like, you know what? I don't like, I, I'm not attracted to you no more. I'm crushed. Right, wrong, or indifferent, because you need to tell me that information, right? But would you it rather, don't make it don't make it like any less. But would you rather have them sticking around no, and just I would not. But the reason that that's not the information she that's to you in the group chat, I don't even like this fat ass nigga no more. The the reason why that information is not communicated that this is the reason is because you like that person, and you think it's gonna hurt their feelings, and in your eyes, you want to be liked as a good person, and you think that's a, some shit that a bad person would do, whether you should do it or not. Feel me? That's why people you not most people do not tell somebody I just don't like you no more. I don't like the way your legs look. I don't like the way your arms look. Whatever the fuck the thing is. Most people are not going to say that. I don't like the way the back of your wig smell. 
I don't like that bonnet that you wear. I wonder how many relationships get swept under the rug as a communication issue. Now, the reason we got bad communication is because I have an attitude with everything you do because I don't like you no more. Or I want to say something very mean to you, but I know this would this would break you. I've been in situations <laughs> where, you know, say somebody found out about something I did and I just be and in my mind. I just be thinking, like, if you knew the truth, the complete truth, it would break your soul. Like, be mad at what you what you feel you 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 mad about. But like, if I literally, if you, you know, you, sometimes like a, I've been caught up before. Like, just tell me the truth, and I won't, and I won't be upset. No, I'm gonna tell you what you know, but I can confirm that you know right now. Because if I told you the truth, oh fuck, for fuck sure, you're gonna be upset. You're gonna be broken. You're gonna be devastated. Mm. But sometimes, if if you really love me, just. I think if you really love somebody, I think you should just tell them the truth and just find the, the least. Let it go and find I'm the least. You, it was yours. <laughs> just find the least brutal way to say it. Because it's still the truth is just what the truth is. Truth is, I don't want to be with you no more. I don't think this relationship is working out. I think we need to go our separate ways. That's the truth. Now, the honest. Because I can you can be truthful and not be honest. Yeah. You can be dishonest. Dishonesty is does not mean that you lied. It means you're dishonest, right? Yeah. What tell two me, completely different tell things. Tell me why we're not together, because I don't think we're compatible no more. I don't think this is gonna work out, blah blah blah. That's the truth, but I'm not being honest. If I was being honest, I'm like, I'm just not I'm just no longer attracted to you. Can you imagine somebody telling you that? Well, the bitch must have went blind. <laughs> if she's telling me that, she she had to lose her sight. Yeah, this is not a situation I'm dealing with right no. now. By the way, this is no, but I get it. it. It it happens all the time. I know people, you know, <laughs> I know people right now in relationships where they just not happy. But you know, we married. We got this mortgage. We got these kids together. Man, I felt bad for a, a friend slash coworker, right? Coworker slash friend. That's how because that's how it go. Yeah. Um, they got married, and you know when a woman get married, they hit the gym for that year. Cause she got she got to be she got to have that wedding body. Yeah, yeah. So beautiful bride, whole nine yards. You know what I'm saying? But like on your wedding day, like this the best that you probably gonna ever look. It's like a job interview. You know what I'm saying? This is a hundred and ten percent of you, and I'm not getting this version of you no more. And. I, this could sound bad, fucked up, whatever, but this is what it is. So they got married, had a baby about a year later, and she never looked like that, what she looked like on her wedding day, like ever again. Then another baby came, you know what I'm saying? And I'd be thinking like, and this is me, not this person or whatever, yeah. thinking like, I wonder how you feel about that. You know what I'm saying? Because like the person that you married, that you got like, what what does a person do in a situation like that? That kind of terrifies me, dog. I remember reading something that said women get married hoping that the man will change. Men get married hoping that the women won't ever change. That's a whew, whew, that's a bar. <laughs> but it doesn't work like that. It just don't. You ever dated a woman be like, yo, in the future she gonna be the shit? Oh man, this is bad to say. But there was this girl I dated back in high school. And at the moment, I just didn't think she she wasn't ugly, but I just thought with like, you know, little TLC, 
What? You can push her over the top. You know what I'm saying? Like you, you could. This is wild. I know. I I know what you're saying, but this is wild. Go ahead. Like she wasn't. Like she wasn't busted, but like you know, she probably had a little bit more bread to get better clothes or keep her hair and her nails and done. You was gonna supply that? No, I wasn't gonna supply. So what the fuck is you doing? I mean, I just figured like you're gonna stick around till she got a better job. Like I don't get. I mean, she's 16, 17. Like whoa, whoa, wait a minute. No, no, I'm saying I was in high school too, nigga. Oh, <laughs> like yo, wait a minute. Yeah, no, I was in high school. Oh, I was in high school, but like this, <laughs> I was just like, man, probably in like a couple years, she gonna look man, amazing. I guess that's different. She came back. Well, I'm talking about like, like in, as an adult, like. Do you be dating women off their potential, or you be like, no, I, I take you for what you are. Like, no, I need to see right, what you is right, right today, and not even just on looks. I'm talking about personality, career. Like, I'm okay with whoever you Any, are. Anytime right I've now. ever dated a woman off of potential, or like maybe she'll change later on down the line, that shit done fucking crashed and goddamn burn, crashed and burned. Because people don't change unless they want to change, <sighs> and if they don't, if they don't feel the need. You know, a lot of a, a lot of us walk around like, hey, I'm good enough as I am right now. I don't need to change. Either accept me as I am or don't accept me at all. But how you are right now is a piece of shit. In your eyes. In my yes. Because no one's a piece of shit. No, there's I can I can name some people. I can at them. I, I like to add some of them. It's, a, it's an opinion though. <laughs> no, opinions aren't real. <laughs> it's the truth. Well, opinions aren't facts. But my truth is. My truth is there's not a your truth. There's a the truth. So listen, so it's a statement. Yo, that's my truth. I don't think that's how the truth works. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's either it is the truth or it's not. It's not a my truth. No, that's their truth though. That's not a thing. <laughs> like it happened or it didn't happen. Yeah, you're right. It's like ain't no my truth. Uh, new perception is reality. Reality is reality. Yeah. Because guess what? It's just I one. know where I went when I got off work. I know I went to take some pictures. Right. That's what I did. You can think I did something else. Your perception is not reality, my nigga. I was in Canton <laughs> taking pictures. <laughs> you feel me? Like, I know what nobody over my house insert night here. Yeah. You can think whatever you want to think. Perception is not reality. It's a fucking fact that I was there by myself. <laughs> like I don't give a fuck what you think. Like I remember uh a ex-girlfriend of mine, she was convinced I was cheating. And it looked it, it looked bad. I remember you talked about it. But like your perception is not reality. And what's so crazy is like all these years later, when Mike Jackson die. It's been a minute. Oh six? Yeah, it's been about over a decade. Yeah, whenever Mike Jacks die. So from there to the end, talked to her one day and like Yo, I'm still fr- I'm still like literally friends with these two women that you yeah. just knew I was cheating with. We still just friends. <laughs> like they not like I really wasn't. Like <laughs> Like how do I want like how do you feel knowing that like you accused me all these times of cheating and like we really In her mind, you probably still lying. You still lying. And that's unfortunate. I've been in a situation like that. Like, I know you, like, literally, like, no, I didn't. Now, I can tell you the other times I cheated, but this time, uh uh-uh. I was really where I said I was at. I really fell asleep. I'll be honest. I'd have thought I was cheating, too. 
Like if I read, read I remember it, you telling the story. Text messages yeah. out of context is that's just that's some wild shit. That's why you shouldn't read other people's shit. You should you should be a fucking adult. I don't care if if your heart is tugging at you and telling you to pick up their phone and look at it. They already cheated. Oh, because whatever you see is only going to corroborate what you already think. Peep this. I don't got to I don't got to find out information like specifically when I know I know. You know, I'm people, never wrong. You know your partner's habits. You know when sh- when certain shit start changing up, it make you raise an eyebrow. Like, and then I get frustrated, right? Because I be like, "Oh, you think you smarter than me?" Yeah. Like you, 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 or like, oh, you think that was, oh, you thought that was clever. <laughs> like, come on, man, I'm, I'm offended. Yeah, I'm offended because I, I don't. I don't. I, I wouldn't do you like. I that. don't believe you, and now I gotta not trust you. Yeah, and I'm never gonna respect you if I don't trust you. If I don't, <laughs> I gotta prove. I gonna have to prove myself that I was incorrect, and I know I wasn't wrong. So I do something fucked up because, like, once I know you've lied to me, once I know, not not I think I know you've lied to me. Now I have to make you look like a bigger fool. No, I'm not gonna do all that. Well, that's that's how my mind is wired. You know what I'm saying? I'm still gonna walk away, but I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna make sure that like this this thing worse than what you thought it did. You know, now I gotta what fuck your mama. Best best way that you can get back at somebody is to ignore them. Once I heard that line, the best revenge, the living well is the best revenge, from the Count of Monte Cristo. Hmm. Yeah, that was a fire movie, dog. It was. Good book, too. I heard. I heard. <laughs> Good <laughs> I, book. I watched the movie, though. <laughs> uh, so, look, man, but I got uh, a couple messages from uh, listeners that I, wanted to, that I wanted to read off, especially right. some some talking about last week's episode. I'm going to put your name out here because you, you didn't say I couldn't use your name, so I'm going to use it. No, no. I. What? Do you want to put their name out? I don't know what they say. But do you want to? Because I don't want nobody to be like, I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna write in because they gonna say my name. All right, maybe, maybe I shouldn't do that. Yeah. But I've seen this listener before. Shout out to you, uh, hey gentlemen! I just got caught up on the pod, and I have a and I have a follow up question and some additional thoughts regarding Jason's proposed solution. I agree, the money should be no object to ensure the safety of kids, but we will. Where would these extra security officers come from? There's probably just as much of a teacher shortage as an officer shortage. Mm -hmm. For example, in theory, hiring more teachers to have smaller size classrooms would be better for children. Hiring more officers could be safer for children. The problem is we need more teachers and we are short staffed on resource officers, SROs too. In my district, we struggle to have funding for basic SROs, which is school research officers. I do think what Jason proposed is worthwhile is a worthwhile thought, but it would take time and to first incentivize more people to enter law enforcement, train them and then staff them. Then you'd have to think who would get staffed first, which would be another problem because affluent schools would be the first to come up with the funds. And then we just have another issue. It's not a it's not a bad idea, but the solution is very layered. 
Uh, and then it goes, pardon the length. No, we, we appreciate the length, and we appreciate you for sending that in. For sure. I like the difference of opinion, and she does make a lot of valid points. Yeah, this so young lady be... mentioned that she's also an educator yeah. going into her 16th year of education. Shout so she you. does have a lot of a yeah. lot of pertinent knowledge in this area. I want this to be a school resource resource officer. I don't want them to be connected with the police. I want them to be private security, the same private security that, the same private security firms that uh, Drake has insert pe- people who pay for private protection. They hire somebody from a security services. I know a couple of people who, po- who offer security services who record podcasts out of here and they fully trained for any situation. They license with all their guns or whatever. I don't want this person to be a police officer and you not there to police regular shit going on you, you only there for to, active shooter situations if ain't nobody coming to this bitch busting you sit your ass the fuck down so so if little lamar blows teacher mouth out that ain't my call the, the school resource officer needs to get involved or the police get involved not the guy that's there to stop active shooters i literally just want them to do that i don't want you to get involved they, i'm just regular. there to protect the school yes not the bullshit to go on inside of the yeah. school. And you damn near is going to be there as a deterrent because when the the little school shooter realized there is two people there with more than a handgun, the only reason that they're there is to shoot at you. You likely won't go there to shoot up the school because someone's going to be there on on deck to shoot back at you. You know, when I think about some shit like that, like 99% of your days are going to be amazing. 100%. They're going to be, they're going to well, be the, 100%. but they're going to be very easy. Yeah. But that 1% day, shit going to be, shit going to be tumultuous. Yeah. So I don't want this to be a police officer. You know what I'm saying? Now, I won't call them niggas Blackwater, but like the military hire private security all the time to do different things. And whatever school district, you can hire the firm that you think is going to be best. So if you want your security firm to look like you in those in that neighborhood or whatever, have at it. But okay. I just need to. But those are really great points. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And the reason I want it to be one of those funding bills that everybody wants to be involved in, because I want everybody to be funded, not just an affluent neighborhood. Yeah, everybody has, should have the same level. It has to go across the board the same amount of money. Because now you're putting poor people in danger yeah. because they know y'all don't have the same type of resource yeah. officers. So I'm gonna, now I'm going to go to the hood because I know that they, they don't get as much security money as uh, No, this needs to be across, across the, board. the board. Whether you got, it just needs to be like that across the board. I got you. I just think that would look crazy. Like you got fucking guard towers on an elementary school playground. Oh, I don't need you in, on the tower, my nigga. I need you walking around. You might mobile S- securing a perimeter with an AR, even if it's an MP5. You know what I'm saying? It's a lot of firepower. Actually, um, nine mean, millimeter. I'm just, I'm just saying the the look but of they, it. But it is a lot of firepower, and the look of it is a lot. Of, but you want a kid in here with more firepower? No. Or the an adult? No. Your job is to protect these children in the case of an active shooter. Side note, I forgot to drop that pod. I dropped it like Thursday or whatever. I yeah. forgot I forgot that that pod existed. I forgot. And that's why it dropped whenever it dropped. Surprise. Yeah. I, I forgot to put the surprise motherfucker in there. I too. know you did. I know you did. Uh, so I also dropped that great, this. That was a great comment. Uh, it was. I also dropped this. Uh, a question to our followers is like, what made you follow us and what makes you stay? Now, this I'm not. I'm not. 
going to some of y'all. I'm just going to call out uh, cast monies because I always see you talk a lot of shit. Uh, you niggas might be a tad bit entertaining, funny or whatever. Girl, you know, we funny. You know, we entertain <laughs> been down for a long time. Yo, don't, don't, shout out to because she Cassie been down since the first studio. Yeah. Feel me? Shout out to 26, you. 2017 ish. We fuck with y'all. But you know, one of the first pies to record out of the studio. Yes, she was. I remember that. But you know, we're funny. Uh, we got you on tape falling. Was that her? Yes. Oh, wow. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> All right. Uh, next up, Ashley. Uh, good vibes, good conversation. Love it here. Ashley, we love and support you also. You come to everything that man, we do. You support really everything it, that we do. I, I love you, no, and I and I appreciate you. No cap. Let's, you, we 100% so, uh, appreciate you, man. Yeah. Real, real, real life. Whatever we do, she going to show up there. And I and I appreciate seeing and her at everything that we show up. I'm with all the shows who record out of here, too. I'll be seeing. I'll be peeping. Yeah. I see much. I don't say much. Uh, Hadira posted up. She wanted to see what the hype of podcast were, was all about, and it was lit and educational. Thank you, Hadira. Uh, some of these other people I don't really know. Cloth Talk Podcast. Needed podcasts who offer dope convos. Stay because of the dynamic and is well-balanced. Shout out to you. Uh, Appreciate it. This is the young lady. I don't know if I want to put her name out there because I don't really know her. But she said, this week in culture, Jay pisses me off every week. <laughs> but I love the pod. Black man plus intelligent plus funny. Uh, we appreciate you. I'm doing my job then. Yeah. Pushing buttons. I'm doing You're the job. bad guy on this week in culture. Yeah, for sure. You're the bad guy. Yeah. Uh, this one. I'm not the bad guy here, though. No. Unless we're talking about guns. On shop, talk, I'm the, on shop Talk, I'm yeah. the villain. Uh, I know this young lady in passing. I've seen her record out of here, but I'm not going to throw your name out there because I just don't know you like that. Is She said that y'all produce good content and came highly recommended. We Let appreciate see. you. Let She. Hold on. Second from the bottom. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. But uh yeah, well we appreciate y'all for just tapping in and fucking with us. We just one fan a day. You know, y'all have been supporting our our calls for 318 episodes now. You know, uh June 16th is the anniversary of the first pod. Wow. June 16th, um 2016. We should drop something just on June 16th. Yeah, I think that's a Friday. Uh, it's gotta be because next week is the 10th yeah because technically we dropped our the 16th is a thursday okay yeah because seven seven would be right yeah 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 yeah. um it'll be close enough close enough damn near the six-year anniversary yeah that's that's crazy yeah man shout out to um the raw avenue um um, the woman who does my taxes, good friend now, you know what I'm saying? She um called me and asked me, um, she said she got a guy who's trying to start his own podcast studio. He's a really good guy. Um, and I know you got yours. Can you, you know, can I pass him your information so you can give him like some tips or, you know what I'm saying, kind of try to help him out? I'm like, sure. Um, he gave me, he gave me a call. And uh, we kicked on the phone a little bit. You know, he told me about what he was trying to do. Uh, I told him about us. I'm like, yo, Shop Talk Podcast, blah, blah, blah. He's like, man, I think I, I recorded there. i like, well, if you saw the blue and the black, you know where he was at. He's like, yeah, I actually recorded 
a pod there. I'm like, straight up. Well, you know what I'm saying? I do shop talk. And um, this week in culture, like, like, I follow this week in culture. I'm like. So you already know what we do. You know know what what we do. She was like, you know, this is wild because when she said she had somebody, like, I had no idea who was. She was like, and um, he said, like, I saw your video about how you edit the podcast or whatever. Like, I saved it because I'm trying to fit. Long story short, I went downtown and uh, checked his, his space out. And, uh, you know, gave him some help, gave him some pointers and, you know, told him how to like set certain shit up. And then um, they came in on Sunday and uh, record because we sat there talking for like two hours. You know, okay. he like 22, 23, you know, what I'm saying young kid, a uh, good guy. So I, uh, he was like, man, you want to do, you know, what I'm saying, a, can we have you on the pod? I'm like, yeah, man, just come just come to the studio because then I can actually show you. Um, what I'm doing, the program or whatever, whatever. So they came in on Sunday, and um, I sat in on a pod, uh, really good podcast. Uh, we got the it was it was wild. Okay, (laughs) uh, it it was seven people here. You know what I'm saying? It's a nice group. Uh, yeah, I I didn't know what kind of what kind of what kind of vibe or whatever, but uh, we did like two and a half hours or so. You know what I'm saying? I got some conspiracy shit off. They got their own shit out. They was working their own shit. It's a real interesting collective. You okay, know? cool, but cool. Shout out to the Raw Av. I think that that episode probably gonna drop uh, on Sunday or so. Uh, but shout out to them. Uh, you know, they used to record where we used to record at. Okay. And, and they used to record on the east side too. Okay. They really fuck with us over here on the west side, uh, of course. Come get right. Um, Come get right. And they, you know, they didn't have good experiences at other places. But when they came in here, I went in December of last year. Um, they haven't been as consistent with their pod, but they really liked it here. They thought everything was dope. And I'll tell you what, man, it just in general, and it's not a cap. Like, I'm not a hater. You know what I'm saying? I'm not stingy with information. If a motherfucker asks me something, if you've asked me something, I've probably given you the answer. Yeah. Um, no matter how it could possibly impact what I do, I'm giving you the information. I'm not hoarding information. I done told niggas what equipment I got, what mics got. I didn't send niggas links to this is the microphone, this is this, this is that. I'm not stingy with information. I don't think I think there's a room for everybody. Um, I do think what we do here is unique. Because we do it our way. You know what I'm saying? Or whatnot. I'm always available to help. And can't nobody tell you that I ever did them um, wrong in business. And we can give um, you the recipe. You're going to make your own sauce. It's not going to be your, shop talk sauce, you but you're going to make your own make sauce. Make your own cake. Make your own pie. You can have a fire lemon meringue pie. But that lemon meringue pie ain't like my lemon meringue pie. Facts. You feel me? Um, and guess what? People can like your pie. And people going to like my pie. Pause. Because this sound weird. But uh, I'm just here to help. You know what I'm saying? And I think I wish everybody was I wish everybody was as helpful when young folks come up in the game because I, I, I figured this shit out myself. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Uh, Look, man, it's it's all about reaching back and giving back. Somebody gave us, you know, we 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 learned we earned our lumps a different way. And if I'd have had somebody we could have went to and could have saved. Maybe a year or two a time to to get where we needed to. I would have loved that. Man, but. I still fuck shit up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And they just gave him some game about like, yo, run the studio. Yo, this shit ain't easy. And 
everything don't like yo all this shit man made dog sometimes this shit not gonna work <laughs> and you can't do anything about it and you may feel bad but what can you do about it you just gotta t- you take the lumps you know what I'm saying you take the, you make the mistakes you learn from them you just keep on pushing everything I wish everything could work all the, 100% of the time that shit just don't work like that dog let's we, say you have one error every 70 episodes you record or some shit not even that Every hundred episodes you record out of here, maybe you have one error. That's a very small percentage. I mean, it's one percent. <laughs> but 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 when it's somebody's show, it's everything. It's everything. Work. It's and everything. They put a lot of pressure on you. You yeah. know what I'm saying? To get this right or get this and ever and like you know, don't beat yourself up if some if some go wrong. Like you can't. Don't beat yourself up, man. It, it just happens. It happens. You can't fix it. Can't fix it. Hey man, but congratulations to them. Maybe we can uh, end up uh, rocking with y'all one day in the near yeah, future. Yeah, man. Uh, you know what? I think I kind of want to do, dog. In the spirit of uh, you know how we do like a music pick. Mm-hmm. Maybe I want to highlight some podcasts, dog. Okay, you know what I'm saying. Uh, we got a tight circle that got a lot of good podcasts, but there are some other people whose shows I genuinely enjoy. Like if you listen to our podcast and you got a podcast, you know, reach out to us, and uh, maybe we we know maybe we do a maybe I'm thinking about doing. I don't know if it's going to be every week because I don't know that there's 52 podcasts to shout out every week. You know what I'm saying? For a whole year. But shout out, man. I may do a, a, a podcast highlight once a month, first of the month. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? We'll figure it out. We'll figure something out because I don't, I'm not one of the people who think if you listen to another podcast, you're not going to listen to my podcast. I think it's quite the opposite. I think if you get hooked on podcasts, you're going to find more that you like. You want to hear another because you don't got shit to listen to until the next week. Yeah. Give me something else to listen to. And there's a lot of good podcasts that record out of here. There's a lot of good podcasts that we're just like connected with and associated with. You know, connected. When I, yeah. When, when I just think of like all the homies that we rock with. So, I mean, that I'm, I'm with that. We'll find a way to to incorporate that into the I, show. Also, I do want to be. I want to bring another podcast on here remotely, though. Niggas who not here. Oh, we can we can definitely make that. You know happen. what I'm saying? Because there's some people that y- y'all been rocking with us for a long time. I just don't live here. You know what I'm saying? We definitely. I kind of going to go out to some places and shit and pop up on their show. Um, I know a really good business podcast that records out of D.C. Um, I'm really good friends with the host. And when she's here in Michigan, I've tried to get her to come by. We just haven't been able to make the schedules connect. But I would love to, like, host her podcast remotely. So I'm going to reach out. Yeah. Oh, I brought him to Raw Avenue because he got a he got an event coming this month that um uh, he invited us to come on and, and talk and speak that, too. Um, I got to get the, the particulars. But uh, I think it's like two or three weeks from now. Um, There's only one day I'm not free this month. Um, but other than that, I can make shit work. Yeah, man. So once I got more information, I'll plug it here. All right. I'm ready. I'm ready. Uh, I do have a music pick of this week. It's not a new song, but in, you know, and you was talking shit about this early and I was kind of on the fence. Like, should I keep it my music pick? But I am. Doughboy Cash Out, Hutch Did the Chain is my music pick of the week. For sure. Doughboy Cash Out, Hutch Did the Chain. It's only right that uh, we we pay homage to, you know, Somebody that I would call a, a pillar of the city and uh, made shit pop around here. Um, I just find it strange that a lot of people pass away um, in this metro area. 
some of them quite tragic tragically mm-hmm. and when people get on the internet to express um their condolences to whomever may have passed i just think it's real strange behavior for people to get on the internet to be upset that people are expressing condolences it's just weird behavior to me and i wish y'all be less weird they can't help it they don't even know how to help i just wish y'all be less weird I, and I would also like to contribute a portion to Whose Man's Is This. Okay. All right. But I'll, I'll let you drop in the music pick. Then we get to the Whose Man's Is This. All right. I'm going to drop in the music. Um, all right. Whose Man's Is This? An 18-year-old Georgia teen threatened to kill Fulton County Sheriff over YSL Rico arrest. Demanded young thug and gunner be released. I want you to take a look at this young man. Who the fuck son is this, dog? It's a baby. He ain't got no facial hair. He's, this is a kid, a teenager, want to shoot the police because YSL Rico arrest. Who the fuck kid is this, man? Come get your son, dog. Get your child. Come get your son. He needs a father figure because he looking up. Go ahead. Go ahead. Get it off. You looking up to the wrong people. Okay. You looking up to an effeminate gangster and another young rapper who out here who been telling you through their raps that they rob, sell drugs, murder, and kill people. You know, people always give the Simpsons so much credit about predicting the future. The Boondocks covered a lot of this shit. This is gangstalicious. Like, my nigga, this buying shit happened and they buying was denied because... The proffers they got, basically what a proffer is, is when you get arrested, the police don't want to know. We're not going to make you a deal, but you're going to come into a, in a room. You're going to tell me everything you know that we can't use against you. And if it's good, I'll give you a deal for it. If it's not, we ain't using that shit. That's how it works. All right. So the proffer say, Yo, we got niggas want to testify, but they afraid of this nigga. They said, if, he, if we tell... He going to kill us all and it's in our family. I'm like, you know, them is wild accusations to be putting on somebody. And then they up text messages from this nigga who says any this is and I quote anybody who get on the stand and tell the guy honest through the guy honest truth is getting killed. Allegedly. This is what the, the, the how do I say allegedly? Well, what the lawyer said in court and they entered into court as evidence was text messages from 2015 that allegedly came from him and his cell phone. And he allegedly said, whoever gets on the stand and tells the God honest truth is getting killed. Yo, everybody don't deserve a bond. <laughs> Everybody, I, don't, even if they one of your favorite rappers, everybody don't deserve. I, I saw so many people online talk about, oh man, they denied his bail. Yeah, because that motherfucker is dangerous. They denied his bond because that nigga is fucking dangerous. When the other dangerous niggas are afraid of the dangerous, <laughs> like jeez. And this is the, this child is mad at the police for doing a fucking job, an easy job. Because you niggas rap about all the illegal shit you do. You text message it in giant group threads with other gang members. You put all the gang shit on your neck and then you're going to tattoo it on your body. My nigga. When you have when you have when you have numbers tattooed on your body, you go into gang files. Guess what? You ain't never seen me do. Claim a set. 
claim a gang, say we such and such. Nigga, you ain't even heard me say I got a. It was four years ago when I posted all them podcasts and said Shop Talk Network. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because niggas want to be a part of something. No, I'm not a part of nothing. I'm not a part of your gang. Yeah, man. I'm not taking pictures with you niggas. <laughs> You're not going to throw us some signs? No. You might see a Joe Rowe every once in a while. But shit, that got niggas indicted. Fuck yeah. Because we was Joy Boys before Joy Boys was a, a, a gang. Fish wouldn't get caught if he kept his mouth shut. Fish wouldn't get caught if he kept his mouth shut. Um, I do also have a contribution to whose man's is this. All right. And it's to all you niggas. All you niggas capping on the internet about wanting to go see Anita Baker in concert. All you fucking liars. <laughs> you may want to go. Now, are you going to go? <laughs> the tickets was expensive as a motherfucker. Let me show you these two tickets, Carl's dog. This was somebody in the in my in the, in the thread. This was two tickets. What that total say? Oh, that's higher than mine. That's $2,278.50. So this is a friend of mine that was looking to purchase tickets for Auntie Nita, and I think she did. And hers came up to $1,945.66 for two tickets to see Anita Baker. You niggas don't love Anita Baker like you claim that you do. I don't. I know it's trendy to say because she's going to come back. She's going to do her farewell home, her farewell concert here first of all you can't do a farewell concert somewhere that you live i'm gonna see you at cbs tomorrow i've i have run i i told i talked about this on the podcast some years ago i ran into anita baker at at a fucking borders bookstore and let me tell you miss baker is still spicy than a motherfucker spicy as a motherfucker she got it was nigga. not a nice interaction <laughs> she got this nigga kurt blocked on nah. twitter <laughs> he was talking to her about football and shit and like she was having a real cool conversation and shit you know what i'm saying right. like, that was homies on twitter they would kick all the time you know he's also a writer for a couple magazines and websites soon as nigga said anything about music and <laughs> he got blocked <laughs> she don't want to talk about that shit talk about my career nigga I, th- I thought she was cool i thought she want to talk about football and shit who the fuck knew she was a football fan like that but whatever uh, Everybody that I know that is running to Anita Baker in the streets, she a Detroit nigga for sure. Yeah, she stop she, playing with me. Stop. I'm every. She ain't sweet. Stop she, playing with me. She's an old West Side woman. On, <laughs> nigga, like, come, leave me alone. Just leave. Just leave Miss Baker alone. Don't run the But me. you niggas are liars. Y'all, y'all don't name me five Anita Baker songs you want to hear her sing. Listen, for twenty seven hundred dollars, she better come to my seat and sing. I apologize. You understand me? That's a big ass arena. I'm average ticket prices out. These not even resale prices. This no, these, like these the straight price. from Ticketmaster. Like, yo, yo, Anita Baker got bank, nigga. And Who she pay, she gonna sell out. She gonna sell out the hot. It's sold out. Oh, I thought there was still some limited tickets available when I checked like a couple hours ago. Man, that motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, on at Bell Isle <laughs> at Shane Park, nigga. That's when you on the riverfront, motherfucker. Yeah, man, but y'all niggas don't love Miss Baker like that. Y'all don't. Hey, I love the music and all that shit. I'm not going to see you in concert. That's a lot of fucking money. You know how gas price is right now? My answer for everything. You know how the fuck, you know how much gas is right all now? All I know is on July 22nd, I'm going to be as far away from downtown Detroit as I can possibly be. July 22nd? That's the date of the concert. Oh. I'm going to be as far away from downtown Detroit as I can possibly be. Greetown is going to be a zoo. 
anywhere near Little Caesars Arena is going to be. Well, oh, that's zoo. where all the niggas with the money at, apparently. So you might want to go down here. Like, I'm no. straight. I'm straight. It's going to be the best fashion show of the year, though. Yeah, I can. If you're trying to be seen, the Anita Baker concert is going to be it. I can imagine. Though. It's going to be it. But that's all I got, man. That's my whose man's is this. That's not the minute. There we go. I feel redeemed when I hear this music. Hey man, it's that part of the time. It's that part of the episode where this is the benediction. I am your host, half a shop talk. I, I got I got lost real quick. I'm I'm half a shop talk podcast. This is your man Dave three underscores three one three. You can at me on IG on Twitter. I have officially joined TikTok. I haven't posted shit yet, but I thought I saw your name. Pop yeah, but I'm gonna figure out how to fuck with it on TikTok. Same thing, Dame three underscores three one three on TikTok. We gonna look. Content is coin, and we finna get all these coins. If you see the blue and the black, when you see the blue and the black, you know where the fuck you at. It's Shop Talk Podcast, Shop Talk Podcast Studios. Book some time, bitch. Yo, uh, I'm not outside. You probably not gonna run into me. Uh, book some time if you try to see me. You feel me? It's at all you single ladies trying to get Jay. All you got to do is book two hours. You book audio and you book some time and it costs you eighty five dollars. Okay, and uh, then you can chill with me for an hour. You feel me? My time is worth eighty five dollars an hour. That's what it is. Uh, when you see the blue and the black, I mean you got to get your checkbook ready. <laughs> uh, man, shout out to y'all, man, for tapping in with us. You know, last week episode, I thought it was uh, pretty interesting. And shout out to Sylvia for coming through and yeah. and hitting us with uh hitting us with, with exactly what we needed. Yeah, I thought that was dope. Um, good feedback from the episode uh, and the other episode from last week. Yeah. Too. I forgot about that gun shit. I really did. And she said she want to come back, so we'll do some continued therapy. For sure, that'd be dope. Uh, that'll be on the Patreon. Okay, I'm with it. <laughs> we'll get we'll get real in. Look, follow the fucking YouTube. Like we only need like forty more, y'all. Just That's follow right. the YouTube. Less than forty. It's like thirty one or some shit. Like that. I'm gonna keep posting that shit every day in the Shop Talk stories until we get there. No, for sure, for sure. Uh, you niggas lucky I be at work and be busy and shit. I got like, I got like work, work. You know what I'm saying? Nah, I can't be on the internet and shit. Like I be, this shit, this job shit kind of. It's whack. <laughs> you know, Having this, a job is whack. You know, this work, working shit is man. I used to have, I used to have like a lot more free time to be like on the internet and playing around and shit. I gotta like. Work. Do what they pay you for. <laughs> I gotta work. I mean, I'm working in person. I'm not at the crib, you know. Yeah. When you're at the crib, you know, you can kind of you can multitask. That's a why you don't want to go in the office because you can multitask a lot. But I'm in. Person. I have a little yang bang bang up over there. I'm sorry, I'm not available. Uh, you need some time. You need some time. You got to book some time. So guess what? I'm too busy today. It is what it is. Okay, I'll time. take that. I got shit on the side. Uh, I don't got enough time to get nobody the time that they deserve. You know what I'm saying? So it is what it is for the foreseeable future. But you can go to www.shoptalkpodcaststudio.com. You feel me? When you see the blue or the black, you know where you at. Shop Talk Podcast Studio. Book some time. I'm not saying we're the Rockefeller Podcast, but we are Jane Day. Hell yeah. Peace. Peace.